the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. This is Misha Dimitruk. Branch Manager in sunny Santa Cruz with Essex Mortgage. My NMLS is 694427. If you have questions, burning desire to understand your real estate financing opportunities, if you need strategy or support getting through a transaction that you are in, or if you dream about becoming a homeowner or investor in the amazing market that you are in, please don't hesitate to call me, 831 831- Four three five zero three eight five. You can also email Misha M E S H A at EssexMortgage.com, or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Well, it's a wild and woolly short week. Uh, for any of you out there who are not fans of short week, I am with you. We all know the benefits of having a long weekend, and we all know the struggle of a short week with one less day to get all the same things taken care of. So we're uh, we're all working hard here today, and I'm sure you are there as well. Now, anyone who's following real estate and lending is noticing the trend in rates, that rates are on the rise. And it is something to be aware of. And they are moving faster than some people had anticipated as far as elevating. And That is causing some people to feel uncomfortable, particularly the buyers in the market. Uh, Some of the investors, not so much because there are portfolio programs and specialized loans for investors that because of the demand, the rates have actually come down on them and is more favorable now than it was even this time last year when rates for primary residence, second home, were all a little bit lower. But does that mean to throw your dreams out and just give up? And the answer is absolutely no. There is plenty of opportunity still available out there. For those of you who were listening to the show last week uh, or continuously, we do a weekly challenge at the end of the show. Last week's challenge was find out what happens if you look in buying outside the bay. Are you frustrated? Do you have buyer fatigue? You've put in a plethora of options to buy and no one has taken you up on it. What do you do next? How do you make sure you get in on these low rates and these fantastic real estate equity opportunities without continuously banging your head against a, a limited market? And so we talked about buying outside the bay, looking at how much house you get for the same amount of money that you would qualify for. Um, understanding what the benefits to your life would be. Do you have the financial flexibility to work remotely? If so, what keeps you here? 
And, and that's a really tough and, and very emotional question for a lot of people. So um, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit more later. And then understanding the financial structure that would allow you to make a purchase in another state or even outside the Bay Area proper and somewhere else in California and how that would support your long-term goals. For some buyers, we're seeing people taking equity from their property here in California and buying in another state. And as they explore that opportunity more, they have reverse sticker shock. They are blown away at what they get for the money and they're dropping their price point saying, I don't need to spend that much money. Look how fantastic the houses are in this area that I've decided to shop in. I have one such buyer, Kay, who tapped into the equity in her property here in California and made a purchase in Florida. The discovery of the market's availability in Florida, even though they told her this is a tough market and there's a lot of cash buyers, she captured a property. She's been out there. She loves it. The more she explored out there, the more she talked with her family. And now they are considering the opportunity of renting their house here in California and making a primary purchase there because they get so much more house for their money and because they're loving the environment out there a little bit more than what they're dealing with here at the time. So if you have goals of reaching out into another state, if you are tired of running into that same brick wall where you're not getting your offer accepted and you're open to other opportunities, let's have a conversation about it because I think this could be the year that you shift your thinking and achieve success, even if that success is a little bit different than what you were thinking before. We have with us Jeff Willie with EXP Realty. Jeff, thanks for joining us today. How are you? Hey, Misha, I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing great, Jake. Thanks, Jeff. Why don't you introduce yourself, remind everyone who you are, please? Okay, uh, my name's Jeff Willie, and I'm a, a realtor with EXP Realty. Uh, my license number is 019. 31476. And uh, my email is uh, jeff.willie, W-I-L-L-E, at exprealty.com. And my phone number is 831-888-7685. Misha and I work together. Uh, I've got the uh, senior real estate specialist designation. So I primarily deal strictly with uh, uh, individuals that are in that demographic. And with Misha's uh, uh, challenge last uh, uh, last week, it kind of dovetails well into uh, where I primarily spend the majority of my time with my clients in helping them relocate to uh, other areas. Right. And I think this is really key, Jeff. Last week, we talked about, you know, really, the first, the beginnings of any journey starts with the single step of talking about it, getting out there on the table. And once you've had that conversation, whether it's you individually, you with a partner, or needing to have that conversation with your children that, or your heirs, these are my intentions. This is what I'm, I'm thinking I would like to do. What is the next step that you direct your clients to take? Well, the, the first next step really is uh, once they've got an understanding of what uh, the economics may be and what they can afford uh, uh, is to kind of sit down and think and have some exploratory conversations, have it uh, be it with us or be it with their spouses or with another sounding board of the what and where. Uh, you know, the, the what and the where basically are the two large questions uh, to get started as the next step. Uh, 
if they're looking uh, out of state, if they're looking, you know, the northern part of uh, uh, California or the southern part outside of the Bay Area, uh, there's a lot of options available to them. Uh, I work uh, a lot with uh, uh, developers and builders in 55-plus age demographic communities, uh, and there's uh, uh, hundreds and thousands of them out there. Uh, and each one is uh, different in what they offer. Uh, uh, and certainly with the economics, you know, you can pretty well uh, uh, look at two markets, let's say uh, Boise, Idaho, for what you can buy, uh, what you can purchase for $350,000 might be as high as $479,000 in uh, Bend or in uh, Seattle area. So, you know, right. I kind of encourage, uh, have exploratory conversations of, what are the considerations, you know, uh, aside from aff- uh, affordability? You know, is it climate and weather? You know, is it closeness to a health and health care? Uh, what are the size of, you know, a, a place that they might want? Uh, and then also the developers and builders are uh, important to take a look at because uh, some of them are uh, local only in their particular markets. Some are uh, regional, well-developed, uh, well-developers uh, and seasoned. Uh, uh, so there's a lot of uh, uh, T's to cross, dot, I's to dot, and I encourage them to uh, investigate different communities on the uh, Internet. There's a good half dozen sites that are available that uh, they can kind of get a much better touch and feel uh, in this day and age with the internet uh, before in the past, you know, have to take a road trip. So, uh, <laughs> right, so we, we, we kind of like to try to help them develop a portfolio of what their needs and wants are. And uh, we can do that and kind of stay with them and trying to guide them uh, to get as educated as they can in those two, uh, those two areas of what and where. Right. And those two questions, sometimes the vastness of that is is sort of the what do you want to be when you grow up question it's just too many options and you get analysis paralysis you know uh if they don't they aren't targeting a market where they have family or where the grandkids are or somewhere they visited that they really loved in vacation if it's really just about you know pick your spot on the map um so uh, i i know we didn't talk about this but i readily refer people to the website bestplaces.net you answer questions about what your goals and what you like are, and it gives you some options. And then it allows you to go back and adjust. If it picked places that don't align with what you really like, or if you looked at those and thought, you know, on second thought, I don't want to be near the beach, said no one ever. Um, right. You know, then, yeah, you, yeah, then yeah. you go back and you adjust your answers and, and you have the ability to really take a look at, and it gives you multiple options. It, that's just one of the ways that technology can really help you know, people in looking to relocate and make it so much easier than ever before. And for the senior demographic, definitely, you know, the ability for them to not have to feel overwhelmed by feeling like they're stepping into something totally unknown. They get to explore it all electronically in advance and then then take that before you make that move. Obviously, take a trip there. Find out, is this is this place aligning with you and, and learn. Do you want to be on this side of the hill, that side of the tracks? You know, those are important pieces to figure out. And I know that's something that you really work with your, your clients on a lot. Right, Jeff? It's uh, 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 the individuals that the, and the clients that I have that uh, uh, really recognize that this is just a process. You know, there is no silver ball. There's no silver lining. And it's going to be, you know, changed continually, but uh, the individuals that recognize it at the process, they enjoy the, they enjoy the journey. It's like, well, okay, 
you know, I think we'd like to be in this type of an environment. Climate is important. And then we start uh, drilling down a little bit as, as to the, the types of uh, affordable homes and communities. And then they may, uh, 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 they may change their uh, desire. Maybe they think that they want a community that has a lot of amenities. Well, maybe some of those amenities are not as important as uh, closeness and uh, 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 to, to, to family. So uh, mm-hmm. it's a process. And once we start being able to understand where they're starting from, uh, we can provide them with a lot of uh, tools so that they can uh, uh, enjoy this journey. So, uh, again, uh, it, it's, it's easy enough for us to be a resource uh, for anyone that's in that uh, demographic that are thinking they might want to change. Uh, 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 and we want to try to be a you know resource for them. So uh, that's a bit. Great. Well, and for those of you who are thinking about this or the time for retiring is coming and the concept of how far your money is going to go where you are, or could it go farther and you live a more comfortable life if you relocated? These are all realistic things as the cost of everything is in flux all the time. You want to make sure that you have the ability to have the right financing in place and to have the affordability that can sustain a lifestyle that you want to have. If you're paying a housing payment that inhibits you from enjoying anything and having any fun, uh, you know, it really is going to put you in a position to, to have a struggle. Jeff, please give everyone your contact information again. My email is jeff.willy. W-I-L-L-E at exprealty.com. And my cell number is 831-888-7685. And uh, again, you know, we want to be a resource and I'm looking forward to hearing from anyone. And uh, yeah, and that's about it for this week. Thanks, Misha. All right. Thanks so much, Jeff. We'll hear from you again next week. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area, we are back. As I talked about at the very start of the show, we are seeing rates moving higher. And for those who are looking to make their first purchase, I'm hearing a lot of fear, a lot of conversation of, oh my gosh, am I going to be priced out based on rate? For people looking to refinance, they're asking, have I missed my opportunity to tap into my equity and have low affordable payments and capture one of those amazing rates? And for investors, they're saying this is definitely going to affect my my profitability, right, Misha? And the answer to all of those is it depends. But there is strategy to help you make sure that you still capture a low rate to ensure that you can tap into that equity and to keep that profit margin high. And that comes down to understanding the financing options available for you. So when if you are in a transaction now, have you spoken, even if you're locked in, have you spoken with your lender about the option to buy down in interest rate? Buying down in interest rate is otherwise known as paying points. A point is a percentage of your total loan amount. And paying points is prepaid mortgage financing, the same type of deduction that you get for your monthly mortgage payment, the interest portion that you're paying, is what paying points provides you with. Now, it's handled two very different ways, as your CPAs will tell you, when it comes to taxation of uh, or benefit 
of those two different uh, charges when it comes to paying points in advance in a purchase or a refinance. In a purchase, you're going to find that you will have benefit of that in your immediate tax year. With a refinance, the cost or the benefit of buying down is spread out over the life of the loan. So if you were to pay points or a portion in order to get your interest rate lower, that tax benefit of interest, prepaid interest, would be realized over on a 30-year loan over 30 years, on a 15-year loan over 15 years. So it's not just a matter of a lower rate is available and here's the cost for you to buy down. In a refinance scenario, the question also needs to be asked, and I ask this of buyers also at the very beginning of the conversation, what's your long-term goal? And when I say long-term in these days, I'm talking about 10 years max. And what's your goal for this property? When they identify a property, I'll say, great. What's your goal for the property? Is this a long hauler? Is this a step in and a stepping stone? But when it comes to a refinance, you definitely, because of the ability to recapture that cost of buying down over time, you want to make sure that you have an understanding of how long that person intends to be in the property so that you know exactly where they recoup the cost from. And, and if they are going to be leaving that earlier than the recoup period, that they include that required cost to recoup in their sales price. And think about it that way that if they're selling, they're probably selling for more money. So to take that into consideration, because sometimes people will come back and say, gosh, we got offered a great amount of money. We didn't intend to sell because we had just refinanced. And this is happening day in, day out over the Bay Area right now. People who never thought they would be selling the house that they're in because either they loved it or they just captured themselves a fantastic rate. And lo and behold, they receive a letter in the mail, they receive a knock on their door, and they have a fantastic offer available to sell that property and take the profit and move themselves up the rung or move themselves out to something that they desire more. And that is really the benefit of being able to, to buy down. But the ability for them to sell that property and realize the recapture of that is built into their sales price. So if you're in a transaction right now and you're needing to understand how you can make sure that you are in the most affordable, financially sound position, even if you're locked, have a conversation with your lender about what buying down would do for you and then calculate the math. They can help walk you through. It'll take you X number of months to recoup this cost. And for most people, it's excruciating beneficial, um, particularly if you have credit challenges, if you have the flexibility and you can roll that in a refinance, you can roll that into the loan. Um, so you know, definitely don't fret in asking those questions about how you can make your money work the most for you. In a purchase scenario, now with the new loan amounts that we have available to us, we're finding people are able to take what was earmarked for their cash reserves and apply that to down payment and also into buying down in rate. And I have heard time and time again from our listeners about how excited they are that they now have a smaller loan amount because they can use that cash. They can take a higher loan, have a smaller uh, loan amount and the ability to buy down with that extra cash. And they're just happy across the board. So if you're in a transaction and you need some support, give me a call, 831-435-0385. We'll be back in just a few. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. One of the things that people contact me about on a routine basis is what 
they should do in order to improve their credit or how to better position themselves for a purchase, particularly for first-time buyers. And a lot of people have the misconception that the best thing for them to do, regardless of any other information needed, is just to pay off all of their debt and that that will somehow give them a better score. Now, that might in the immediate bring your score up, but if you then don't actively utilize debt, you could run the risk of then not having a score. There's new scoring models that came out last year, and we are now seeing that people who close their credit accounts and don't use credit, who had a high credit score at one point, are all of a sudden pulling no score because they haven't had any open and active accounts within six months. Now, that is a shift in the credit world and definitely something I am alerting everyone to. If you are paying down accounts, do not close them. Your closing of an account signals to the bureaus, maybe unreasonably, that you are in financial distress and it will trigger a lowering of your credit score because you now have less debt available to you. And you may find that any accounts that you do keep open might reduce your credit line. Because again, you're signaling that you're closing these accounts. Now, for those who think that they're going to qualify for more by simply paying off the debt that they have, what they need to be aware of is that we're not qualifying you based on the total balance. We're qualifying you based on the minimum monthly obligation on any one account. So in the instance that funds for closing are limited, or if you needed to use cash to buy down interest rate because that credit score isn't as high as you would like, it could be detrimental to pay off credit accounts when you could use some of that money in order to buy down an interest rate. So it's not just a blanket across the board, pay off all of your debt or even pay down all of your debt. If your income supports the minimum monthly debt obligation, it might be to your benefit and in the best interest of your overall purchase power for you to keep that cash and use it to its best advantage. Now, I've, I've had this conversation time and time again, and people will say to me, well, my parents told me that debt is bad. My grandparents told me that I should never carry a balance, and I respect these opinions. I really do. What I also like to encourage people to understand is, is that we're in a different place with debt in the world now. And debt is now understood that in order to appropriately leverage yourself, taking on debt is going to be a good thing and is going to allow you that flexibility to get where you need to go. The ability for most people to save in their early enough years to buy a home and pay cash for it, particularly in this part of the country, is not readily available for most. For some people, the ability to save for the down payment and then continuously make that mortgage payment is attainable. It's at their fingertips and they have fear of it. Um, oftentimes when I talk with first-time home buyers, one of the parties, if it's a couple, um, one of them will tell me that they are afraid. And I always joke with them and I say, okay, well, I understand that. I, and it is a big, a big commitment to make, but let's talk about your renting. How many years have you been renting? I had a clients that were in my office a couple of weeks ago and they had been renters for 15 years. And I said, okay, great. 
They were paying reasonable market rent. And I said, and how many times have you been evicted? And the look on this poor girl's face was just appalled. And I mean, the scoffing and never. And I said, okay, so you've always managed to make this payment. You've always made a point of managing these expenses. This will be the same thing in home ownership, only it's your home and it's your tax benefit and it's your ability to gain equity here. So if you're not afraid that you're not going to make the payment because you've never not made the payment, then take that fear and move it aside and realize that it is just a bigger avenue of opportunity for you, but it's different and it's change. And those are all things you're going to have to work through. So if you have understanding questions about your credit or your opportunity or how to best structure your purchase in the future, give me a call and we'll talk you through it. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you have listened to this show for any amount of time, you know I love to talk about formal, fully underwritten pre-approval with a live human being. This week, I received a panicked phone call from a buyer who really would have benefited from this exact type of guidance. They worked with an online, large online lender. They got themselves approved based on what they input to the system. They got into contract. They captured a property. They were skipping around with joy. They are five days from closing, and they just were informed that A, they needed an entire year to date profit and loss that was never asked for before. And B, they now are saying they don't like the assets that they are bringing to the transaction. And they would prefer if they could come up with a gift from a family member for the tune of $380,000. Now, for most of us, the gift from a family member of $380,000 is absolutely unattainable. And to find this out as you are a week from closing is crushing and absolutely the wrong kind of stress for you to be experiencing as you step into making your first home purchase. This could all have been avoided had they worked with a live human who had spoken to them about the expectations of what would need to be provided in advance, had walked them through the process, and had had those key pivotal documentation need concepts relayed before they even got into contract. These are conversations that I have with buyers when we formally pre-approve someone before they've looked at property, we hope, but definitely before they get into contract. And having that expectation already clear in your mind of what documentation you're going to have to provide. What are the available sources of funds that you can choose from? If there's a problem with the funds that you've provided, does someone actually reach out to you and say, hey, we have a question or we need to restructure this? That is all done during the formal pre-approval process here at Essex Mortgage. And it, that what a formal pre-approval is, it's a review of your credit, your score and your history and your current accounts. It's a review of your employment and the history of your employment and your income and all the ways that you earn money, not just that you do. Sometimes having eligible income is different than having just income. It's a review of your assets, all of the money that's coming into a transaction that's going to play a part, as well as any of the money that you might need for reserves, 
and any money that might be waiting out in the wings. It's a review of all of your information, checking that application and understanding, did you say you had had a foreclosure? Did you say you'd had a bankruptcy? Did you say that you don't intend to occupy the property? All of this review is to save you from headache and heartache when you get down to the wire in a transaction and all of a sudden that big online lender who you thought was so easy to work with and print your own pre-approval letter is coming to you saying, we need XYZ in documents that you don't have and we don't like any of what it is that you were planning to do. So why don't you go do something different? Chop, chop. Well, for a lot of people, they don't have the ability to pivot that fast. Working with a live human expert who's going to guide you through this process from the beginning and set the right expectations is going to help you have a smooth and enjoyable process. It's all going to be stressful because it is, for most of us, the biggest purchase you will make in your lifetime. And for most of us, there's a lot of emotion riding on it. If this is your first home, this is a dream you've likely had for years and years on end. And it holds a lot of hope in that purchase, what your life will be like, what you will do once you own the home, how you will flourish there. If this is an investment, this is your first time stepping out into expanding your money and trying to grow that portfolio. If this is a second home, this might be a dream come true for you where you've worked for years on end to save the money and have the income to be able to afford a property that you don't intend to rent. All of these things are going to be key in helping you achieve your goals. You tell us what your goals are. We talk with you about what the requirements are based on the actual documentation that you provide. If you're not getting that type of attention, if you don't have a formal human that's going to walk you through the process, I promise you the situation could turn on a dime and you may find yourself needing support. If this is you, if you are in a transaction and all of a sudden something shifted and you need to understand what your options are, know that the professionals here at Essex Mortgage are available to help you. You can give us a call. You can contact me directly, 831-435-0385. And you can email me, Nisha, N-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. Now, with regard to the formal pre-approval, there's a time limit that pre-approvals are actually valid for. They are only valid for 90 days. The reason being, your credit report is valid for 90 days. After that 90 days has expired, we need to re-pull credit. Now, if your income and your employment have not changed, then typically those documents don't need to be completely redone. If you haven't changed any, moved any money around in accounts, you still hold all the same account balances only added to it, then there's not a whole lot more. You're not starting from the very, very beginning. But one of the biggest keys that I like to talk with buyers about informal pre-approval, and particularly because a lot of buyers are finding that they're not immediately getting into contract, is I like to help them step back from the fear edge and really settle into what that payment is going to be like in their real lives. And I encourage them to make their monthly payment as if they were making the desired mortgage payment. Pay their rent from that money, set the entire amount aside, pay the rent out of it, and live now as if you were making that payment. How does that feel? How does that fit for your budget, for your lifestyle? Do you find that you're adding to your credit cards or you're limiting yourself in other ways that are limiting the enjoyment of your life overall? 
these are all really important things for you to understand before you actually get into it being the required payment and you have no flexibility. Because when it's done in advance, we can we can recalibrate. We can step back and say, hey, let's let's scale back just a little bit. Or if you find that it's very comfortable, then maybe this is the sign you needed to be able to stretch that budget just a little bit higher if you're not finding success in the market you're shopping. Again, if you need help and guidance with your formal pre-approval, 831-435-0385. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back in just a few. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, here we are at the top of the hour and my what has become my favorite part of the show um, because it affords me the opportunity to hear from you, our listeners, and how these challenges that I put out to you are affecting your information, um, affecting your opportunities, and just affecting your life on the whole because it's telling me exactly what it is that I need to share with you all on the on the grander scale. Um, when I get 12 phone calls that all have the same sort of topic in their heartbeat, that tells me that we've we've hit the pulse here and that it's really something that is prevalent and we need to address it again. So um, this week's challenge is going to be to our buyers and current homeowners alike. And this is going to be on the move out, move on buyers. For those of you who've been shopping in the Bay Area, in the greater Bay Area for some time, the frustration and the fatigue are are tangible. And again, the concept of, do you have the flexibility to take where you are and move somewhere else and have an increased joy of life opportunity? For those of you who own your properties, do you want to stay here forever? Does the equity that you have in your home right now afford you a lifestyle that you could sustain somewhere else? for a longer period of time. For a lot of people, the opportunity to sell the property that they have here in California and purchase somewhere else and have a bigger financial portfolio and live a more financially flexible lifestyle is totally attainable. For a lot of people, they actually have the ability to retire earlier and have greater enjoyment, even if they're not going to be living near friends and family. They have the ability to travel more because they're saving so much more money. Now, this might not be for everyone. Not all of my challenges can be geared towards everyone. But in this particular week, we're talking to the buyers and the current homeowners who are considering the moving out and the moving on to a totally different location. Now, as we talked about when Jeff joined us earlier on the show, using technology to your benefit is going to be really the key here. It can get you excited about the process and about your opportunities before you even have to get in the car and drive anywhere. You can explore a wide array of property options and locations, all from the comfort of your living room. So again, the bestplaces.net was a fantastic quiz-oriented website that helps you understand what it is maybe honing in, what it is that you're looking for. If you don't have a specific location in mind, it's also a really fun site just to check in on what it is that you naturally gravitate to. Find out if you're actually in line with what it is that you really want with your life. But there are a a large number of opportunities, technology-wise, for you to check out different locations, learn about the median home price, learn about the demographic, learn about the arts and culture that are available to you in those specific markets and whether or not that actually fits 
your needs and your goals. Learn whether they have the medical facilities that you're looking for. Learn about whether or not they have the higher education opportunities that you are aiming towards. All of these things are pieces of information that play a part in the quality of your life. And discovering where you would live your best life is all about your personal enjoyment and not something that anyone else can can stick to you and, and pigeonhole you into. So if you have the flexibility of living wherever you choose, how do you choose? And that's what I'm hoping that everyone will gather from this challenge. Let me know what you've looked at. Let me know how you're vetting through those options and what it is that's really tipping the scales for you. And we will talk about how you can take what you've qualified for now and apply it there and improve your life's enjoyment. If you have any questions, if you need financial structure, if you need flexibility, please don't hesitate. 831-435-0385 is my phone number. You can call or text to that line. Email mesha at essexmortgage.com. You can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. This show does rebroadcast tomorrow at 2 p.m. if you missed any part of it and on Sundays at 3 We will be back next week with more opportunity for you. Don't hesitate to call and ask me those questions in the meanwhile and bring to me any topics that you find are necessary and pressing in the market. Those dinner room tables, the conversations that you would like some of the else's buy-in on. I'm happy to hear about it. Stay safe and be well, Bay Area. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.